Hi there, I'm Janine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. On today's show, I'm speaking with Lorenzo Cohen and Allison Jeffries, authors of Anti-Cancer Living, Transform Your Life and Health with the Mix of Six. Anti-Cancer Living upends the paradigm. Social support and stress reduction can mean more than diet and exercise in your self-care program. Drawing on the latest scientific evidence, and a clinical trial developed at the M.D. Anderson Cancer Center with David Servan Schreiber, author of Anti-Cancer, A New Way of Life, Lorenzo Cohen, director of the Integrative Medicine Program at the Center, and Allison Jeffries, bring us Anti-Cancer Living, Transform Your Life and Health with a Mix of Six, an evidence-informed prescriptive plan for optimizing health and thriving after a cancer diagnosis. What is the mix of six? The mix of six, are uh, it's a way of looking at lifestyle change. And what we really want to do is we want to give people some tools to be able to make change in these areas to support either a cancer diagnosis or to prevent a cancer diagnosis. As one in two men will develop cancer in their lifetime and one in three women will develop cancer in their lifetime, we want to try and do everything that we can to aid conventional treatment or to put off that eventuality. And so the six areas are love and support, which is the foundational piece, stress, sleep, exercise, diet, and the environment. How did you come up with this? Well, it's really an accumulation of, of, you know, years, decades of, of research showing that these factors, um, either alone or importantly in, in combination, uh, can influence risk for cancer and outcomes once somebody is diagnosed with cancer. Um, importantly, now the evidence is stronger than ever that, again, these factors independently will influence uh, key biological processes that are important for helping to make a, 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 an environment that is as inhospitable as possible to cancer. Um, I, I found your book really intriguing because, first of all, my dad had colon cancer, and unfortunately when he found it, it was stage four. But there were a lot of different factors. You have to look at the big picture, your environment, what you're putting in your body. There's so much to consider. And that's the key here is that all of these things are interrelated. So an individual um, in particular in the area of, of colon cancer, in fact, is tremendous evidence that, that even with advanced disease, Diet and exercise will influence uh, cancer outcomes, will influence quality of life while undergoing treatment. Uh, but we also know that something like chronic stress will decrease the beneficial effects of eating a healthy meal. So we want to empower people to go into their cancer diagnosis and treatment um, with, with as much on their side as possible to be successful in each of the areas, but also to have them uh, working in concert together. I think about when people get stressed, what is it, your adrenal glands, they freak out, and even if you are eating all this kale or whatever it is, taking care of yourself with great food, the stress can just deplete that. Exactly. I mean, it, it depletes the beneficial effects of healthy food, it disrupts our sleep, 
It leads to unhealthy relationships. Um, and, and again, influences key biological processes that um, actually the cancer needs to be able to grow and survive. And we know, and I mean, your, you know, your personal story, I'm sure mm-hmm. you can attest to this, is that it's not only the cancer patient that experiences the stress. It's the caregivers and it's everybody in the, the family and the community that are impacted by the stress. And so it's very important to look at ways that you can just, you know, find calm to then be able to step forward in the next, the next part of the journey. And there are things that you can do that are simple and short. Stress is one of those areas where you do have to carve out time, but it can be as little as a minute you know, like a one minute where you wash your hands mindfully. Every mm-hmm. time you wash your hands, you just focus on that thing. And, you know, find that peace of calm, sitting down for a five-minute meditation, all of these things we talk about in anti-cancer living. But one of the things that is really fundamental to this is love and support. Because in order to make these changes for either yourself or, for, or to help support people around you, you need that love and support piece. And harnessing your team, your support circle or your team, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. different people in different places to help you make that change. I think that is so true and relevant to so many survivors, whether they have lost loved ones or they've experienced, you know, some type of cancer, I know that walking for me and meditation and listening to music was very powerful. It's, it's amazing how, um, what that calm does to you physiologically, and Lorenzo can speak to that. You know, we talk about when you see people and you see that they're stressed or that they're carrying extra weight or that they're struggling to climb up a flight of stairs. That's the outside, but what that's really doing and telling you is that on the inside you're not in balance. And what you really want to be is in balance, whether, uh, whether you're a cancer patient or not, so mm-hmm. that your body functions in its best possible way. Right. What would you like people to know about this book? So I, I think the truly hopeful message in this book is that we can prevent the majority of cancers in our world. It's estimated that, that at least 50%, if not more, of cancers could actually be prevented. And these same factors influence outcomes after a diagnosis of cancer. Um, so, you know, this this ultimately leads to a, a society that is empowered and and that we are in more control of our uh, health destiny uh, than than we ever imagined, and it's this true combination of what we call the mix of six in the book that is going to set you up for the most success possible. There's uh, lots of great chapters in here. One uh, that came to mind was the five pillars for establishing an anti-cancer environment. Reduce your household chemical exposures, filter your water, reduce the toxins you put in your body, reduce the toxins you put on your body. Interact carefully with your larger environment. So true. Absolutely. You know, we have uh, over 80,000 chemicals are currently in use, and a small fraction of those have been tested. 
So what's really important is to remember and to use the precautionary principle. So we want to decide and educate ourselves and look around at the products that we're using. And the Environmental Working Group has a great website that tells us about some of those products, like sunscreen, for instance, and it rates them with the healthy ingredients to not healthy ingredients. So it's really about from the top of your head to the tip of your toes and in your home environment, you can have a great impact on the products that you're using and that you're exposing potentially your children to, your parents to, yourself. I tell my kids, because when I was younger, I learned the word sodium nitrite. And there are certain things that are carcinogenics. And I tell them, if you can't pronounce it, if you don't understand it, look it up. Chances are it's not good for you. And eat real clean food. Real food. That's right. And real food, you know, real food has a number of benefits. One, you know, in, in particular, organic real food mm-hmm. is going to decrease your, your load of pesticides. But eating real food means that, that it is uh, not laden with, with other additives that could potentially be carcinogenic, but certainly not uh, health-supporting. And we know the best way to create a uh, healthy microbiome, which is critically important because our our, our fellow travelers on, on and in our body outnumber human cells 10 to 1. We, we want them to be healthy because if they're healthy, then we'll be healthy. And the best place to get a healthy microbiome and to feed it properly is, is through whole foods. Yes. The name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And I always say, because we talk about microbiome, I've had several guests on, if you are not treating yourself correctly, you're not feeding yourself Uh, nurturing your mind, body, your soul, you're going to be in a funk, and your kids are going to be in a funk. That's right, and and each of the mix of six, actually, we as we lay out in the book, influence our microbiome. And very importantly, you know, our microbiome is um, a a key area that we've realized now uh, that houses our immune system, which is, of course, critically important for our health. Not the least is is uh, in the area of cancer and research that uh, was published from MD Anderson showing that uh, patients, specifically melanoma patients, who are on immunotherapy, which is trying to unleash the power of the immune system, uh, responded to treatment better if they had a more diverse microbiome. Now, unfortunately, we do have to wrap up, but where can people find out more about you and the book? We have a website called anticancer-living.com where you can find out about about us and you can see our book and the links to purchasing the book, Anti-Cancer Living, if that's of interest. Fantastic. I want to thank you so much for calling in. Is there any last bit of uh, info you'd like to give the listeners? Well, just that it is... um, you know, very hopeful to be able to take uh, control of what you can control and have an impact on, on the way in which you live and potentially on your cancer diagnosis or putting off a cancer diagnosis. Fantastic. Thank you both so much. I really enjoyed the book. Thank you. Thank you. That was Lorenzo Cohen and Allison Jeffries calling in to talk about their book, Anti-Cancer Living, Transform Your Life and Health with a Mix of Six. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. 